boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to Broken But Glorious! Hulk Hogan, Hollywood officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by the grapple arcade Mark Fox. How are you doing this afternoon? Hello, 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 hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Cool, man. Yeah, good. Great show. I'm looking forward to talking about it. <laughs> yeah, watch after last night, watch after this morning. Uh, the buffering situation, I'm going to pull out the bag straight away. Sort it out, network. <laughs> Since you've bloody updated, I'm not the only one. I went, I was on Twitter last night and there was a number of people saying it's it's worse than it's ever been. Wow. Uh, depending on what device you're using, there's a lot of people commenting on it. Uh, fine for a lot of people, not so fine for a lot of people. I never had a problem in about a year for the last year when it was the previous version of the network. Since the update last night, I could, I could barely watch it. It was just buffering every two or three minutes. Uh, checked my speed and connection and whatnot, absolutely spot on, so nothing wrong at my end. So, yeah. how a network, sort it out, please. It was, it was fine on the replay this morning, I found. I didn't, I didn't yeah, replays like, usually are, it's yeah. usually the live streams where the buffering issue occurs because they can't deal with the amount of people logging in to watch it live. Yeah. But it used to be alright for the majority of the time, and if last night's anything to go by, then I might have to wait for replays from now on rather than watching live. If anyone's ever watched live, it was the UK one. I can't, yeah. I can't stay up that late. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a late bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts, uh, overall thoughts on the show as a whole? Um, yeah, out of the park, completely smashed it yet again. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yes. just yet another, yet another exhibition by NXT TakeOver. Um, they, they, can't, they, don't, they just don't get it wrong. There's bits, we'll talk about the bits, that weren't great, but nothing was below decent, um, and the majority was above very good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, overall, a spot on pay-per-view and, and very good. Um, some interesting segments, I mean, like, I suppose we're going to talk about each individual match as we go through, but a couple of the random segments might as well get out of the way now, if it's yeah. cool with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the intro was a bit weird. Um, really massive build-up, just for a TV plug for the show that you're about to watch on yes. the big screen. seemed a bit, a bit odd. Um, just my own personal opinion there. Yeah, that's what I thought. But really it wasn't that great. And I thought, and I thought that maybe it's because I'm not Canadian, I don't know. I thought Dream's entrance was a little bit... I, I, thought, I thought you were going to mark out that when they mark, uh, nah, I didn't think it was that good. Um, <laughs> I usually do, but I, I didn't. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't poor. It just wasn't spectacular. Um, You're the first person I thought right. when when the Mounties theme came out. I was like, oh, Mark, I love this bit. Oh, Mark, that was that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and then it slowly kind of dipped. I thought, you know, if you're going to get Rougeos to come out next, then it would have been all right. Yeah. Um, um, I yeah. I don't. I don't know what. Type of team the Raptors are. I don't follow American sports, but apparently that uh, basketball, basketball, Raptors, I believe. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> That's their cheerleaders. So. I'm saying that now, and I'm probably <laughs> completely incorrect. But I believe I remember because I used to collect basketball cards, game yeah. cards, when I was a kid. 
And I remember the season that they appeared because they kind of came out, I think, sort of mid-90s, the kind of team just came out of nowhere. They, they created the team, so to speak, in the, oh, right. in the major leagues. Um, I'm probably completely wrong about that as well. Might be just a, a completely misguided memory. But that's what I believe it was. Um, but even then, I mean, yeah, for the home crowd, I can kind of understand. But as a national, as a national stroke, international um, product, it, it, it kind of falls flat a little bit when you when when they focus on American or in this case Canadian sports. Yes, I, um, I think I so. It didn't it didn't <coughs> set me on fire. Uh, well, that would have hurt, obviously. But you know what I mean. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't awesome. It was. It was what it was. It was fine. Yeah. Um, evolves Austin Theory was in the crowd. Um, I noticed they didn't say he was a signee, so I'm guessing it's to refer to the new network restructure and Evolve's going to be part of the extra content in the higher tier, I'm guessing. Yeah, apparently so. I mean, I, I was tempted. I'm, I'm, I'm generally quite happy to pay for the higher tier. I've got no problem with yeah, paying Yeah, I, I think they are. Quite a month on top. Um, but I'm not going to be paying for it unless, unless they can address the buffering situation mm. because it's impossible to watch. I want to watch things live. I enjoy watching things live when I get the opportunity to. And I'm not going to be messing around and be, be annoyed that it doesn't happen because no. because last night it was terrible and I thought oh man is it me I'm not going to go on about it again but um, it turns out it wasn't just me and that, that that says everything so so hopefully they can sort that out then I will be interested um, potentially getting that higher tier because I really want to see what all that's about with Evolve I want to see so, how that develops and see, yeah, where it goes I want, to see it I want to watch Evolve I want to watch ICW I want to watch Progress I want to watch WXW which way was it around? XWX um, or is it W? WXW. WXW. I don't watch that. <laughs> and apparently they're the, the yeah, they're affiliates who will be in the highest here. So that's what um, well, yeah, and they're all great. I mean, there were some other rumours the other day about the network, but we're going off topic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> were you disappointed those new title changes? No, not necessarily. Um, we'll go into that shortly, but I'm not, I'm not upset with any of the results. Wow. Nothing bothered me. I'm not upset with any of the outcomes. I'm more a bit frustrated with the build up to what I was expecting from a match, and then the subsequent outcome. If that kind of makes sense. Okay. But in terms of watching a match for what it was, and then who walked away with the titles, um, for the bigger picture going forward, didn't bother me too much. I suppose the, I have. Well, actually, I've got I've got a question. The Street Profits holding onto the tag titles. Yes. Um, but then I started thinking. To be honest, I'm I'm not quite sure where we stand with the whole NXT as a development territory anymore. It's it's pretty. It's it's obviously it's, it's it's without being announced. It is now a standalone third brand, and it has been for a while in a lot of people's eyes. But for me, I've always counted that by saying, well, if that's the case, people need to stop saying see you later, everybody. When they're about to leave and, and move to the Raw yeah, SmackDown, yeah, um, that you don't need that. You don't need that whole thank you very much stuff if they're going to keep coming back a month later because they're just being shared around now. I don't think WWE have really got that point across because whenever they talk about the brand and whenever they brought people in, such as Bischoff and Heyman, everything's always very SmackDown or Raw, SmackDown or Raw. NXT is never even never even discussed no, really that's, that's ever on other programming. Nature's baby, so, isn't it? Exactly. So to have people who are just floating between Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, 
it feels like an odd transition at the moment that I think they need to tighten up quite soon just so the general fan can get their heads around what the point is. Yeah, I'm not sure what, um, what the point is. So the Street Profits doing their backstage bets on Raws, but... Uh, uh, probably, I'm guessing they're just teasing for the time being, but they need to stop doing that and just bring them out as a tag team and <coughs> um, reduce them to heat like they do with everybody else that they bring up from NXT. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I personally think, well, I'll tell you what, do you want to just go straight into that? Without looking at the sort of um, the, the order, should we just go straight into that match? Because I've got quite a lot to talk about that match. I mean, it's up to you. Um, or do you want to go through order? Do you want to go in order? Well, that's the first match. Yeah, well, well, of course it is, yeah. Um, there was, there was two oh, pre-show I, matches as well, wasn't there? I I've not, not, uh, not watched the pre-show. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I don't know if the matches were, were, they were aired on it or they were just sort of pre-NXT matches. Mm. Either way, it doesn't matter. But um, uh, Breeze Dangle were on it, put it that way, so you know, shows you what they're up to at the moment. Uh, but um, Street Profits versus Fish and O'Reilly, yeah, go for it, mate. What are your thoughts, Chris? Um, I, thought, I thought the... NXT Tag Team Division delivered again. Um, absolutely great opener. I thought the profits continued to improve. Um, I was really impressed with um, oh, what's his name? Angelo Dawkins. He really impressed me in this one. He's because he is so much bigger than everyone. He doesn't see. And uh, he just he threw everybody around. It was great. He's, he's, everyone seems to think he's going to be the Genetti to everyone. Marty's going to be the Michaels, but I think he's really impressed me since they've got the titles. I think that this was the was the uh, the dark horse match on the card. I don't think people probably expected so much from it because no. of the three profits. Um, so people just kind of think, oh well, Fish and O'Reilly will put on a bit of an exhibition. They'll have to tone themselves down a bit to kind of be at the level where they're not just completely rinsing three profits. Yes. But I thought profits completely stepped up to this one, and I thought both lads put on a cracking performance. Both utilised the skills. There was some intensity and some pure fire going on there, as you say, from Dawkins. Both of them, in fact, both of them were up for it. Yeah, Dawkins were eager, and I was more than happy with the performance, and I thought it was a really, really good match. Fish and O'Reilly, you know what you're going to get, and it's always going to be, if you like that type of wrestling, um, you're always going to get a very good show, you know? You're always going to get that with Street Profits. Um, It's fair to say that for the majority of their time in NXT so far, they have been a little bit of a comedy tag team. I think the, the, it's like very overly gimmicked, if you like, to what they, would be, what, what they are. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but compared to the athleticism kind of appeal uh, and technical prowess of other wrestlers, especially the likes of Fish and O'Reilly, um, they're a bit gimmicky and, you know, you know that, that, that's the been their thing, which is fine. I, I enjoy that. You know what I'm like. I love the gimmicks. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but I think that they stepped up big time in the ring uh, in NXT uh, last night so yeah absolute massive props to them fantastic match I just don't understand why they need to hold the belts if they are going to be on Raw Smackdown um, and hopefully it's going to be one of those things where they just sack off the whole I, I don't even know anymore are they just, if they're just going to let people float around and let them I'd, I'd just, just just be clear so I know what I'm watching <laughs> yeah I, th- I think what I think the brand split will go back into effect once Smackdowns on Fox and apparently they're going to put NXT on Fox Sports 1. So I think, I think right, one, okay. I think okay. once once everyone everywhere is where they're meant to be, brand, brand split will be back on focus. Yeah, which is a bit of a weird transition, I suppose. And so we'll we'll let that slide. And if you're going to let that slide, there's a few other bits that we can let slide as well as we talk all through the shows because there's a couple of other people as well. But 
Um, yeah, no, overall, I thought it was a great show. Um, just, yeah, the only issue being that not quite sure where, why hold on to the titles if you're going to go that way. But uh, for, in terms of if, if Street Profits are going to be continue to be regular performers in NXT, yeah. I'm more than happy for them to hold on to the belts. Yes. Definitely. I think they're great. They're a great <clears> team, and I think it's it's fun to have people like Fish and O'Reilly almost questioning how on earth can these two, this comedy duo, Beat us. <laughs> Beat us, yeah, exactly. And I think that gives it some, some credit rather than just more kind of technical masterpieces against, you know, other like minded teams. I like the idea of, of a gimmick team coming along, showing what they can do in the ring, stepping it up, as I said, with some fire and passion and vigor this time. Um, they're, they're making themselves look serious, which is great, but keeping that gimmick without sort of keeping that the funness of the gimmick, which is great, it's what you want, it's uh, definitely going to enjoy watching them going forward without a shadow of a doubt, yeah, can't okay. be bored of it, you know, you can't be bored. Yeah, I, I completely agree, I think they did a great job teasing there was going to be a title change, but the pro- Profits retain and proves that they're, what, they're not fluke champions, and this is the most hard-hitting I've ever seen them, I think they, I think they went blow-to-blow with uh, Fish and O'Reilly, who are known for their Definitely. Physicality. So. And it was great that they were, they were utilising their own skill set as well. So, i.e., the big man being a big man. It was great to see it. It was like really chucking people about, as you said. And then Spears fun. looked like they actually hurt at the end. They but, did. Yeah. They really did. They, 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 were, like, they were impacted. They were like ed, edge Spears where the guy just falls back. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no he launched. They were American football tackles, yeah. weren't they? They were proper, you know, just full on bus smacking you in the face. Yeah, so I, I was a bit disappointed because I predicted the undisputed era will be finishing the show dripping in gold. <laughs> I'm glad they were. I'm glad they didn't. Um, mm. I would have been. A, I, I've got nothing against the whole era thing. I don't. I don't. I enjoy it. It's just that I don't need to see that again yet. Within mm. a year, that whole. You know what I mean? I'm. I'm over that. I'm over the whole them, them winning all the titles. Um, I don't need it to happen anytime soon. Personally. I, uh, I for, think, the, for, the, for the sake of it happening with, with the storylines, I'm quite, uh, I'm happy with 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 all of the uh, the outcomes for the for the winners tonight. I predict that War Games every belt will be on the line. And then yeah, the and of... it probably will go back to era, or it might look like it. Uh, what I want to see is uh, exactly exactly kind of the concept that we're talking about, maybe yeah. like where where. Um, they they look like they're going to walk away with all the gold, and it's all going awesome until until the very end where uh, Cole doesn't and loses it. Yeah, um, I think that would be quite fun. So then he's the kind of the the one that people question out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Could be an interesting sort of little sort of spin because I don't really know what else you can do with their with them at the moment. There, there isn't apart from individual little feuds, there isn't a sort of uh, there isn't a, a stable for them to kind of. To go one to, to go head to head with, if you like. Yeah. Um. I don't think you necessarily need that, but then it's just a case of okay. Well, they're just going to go through the roster then. If that's the case. They could bring up um, Chris Strong style and have them feud for two months before because we've got but like four four months until. Um, there's a few things you could do. There's, a, def- there's a few things you could do. There's a few wrestlers out at the moment. I mean, we'll get onto Pete Dunne in a minute. Mm. Um, in a bit, but I mean that was a very interesting. Match stroke situation. I found him in. I did, you know, it was like it was 
I, I appreciate his place in, in, in that particular match, but you expect Pete to be doing something more, <laughs> you know? Um, but we'll get to that shortly. I just, yeah. yeah, but um, as a match, Profits versus uh, Fish and O'Reilly. Um, I randomly, I don't know why, it's, I haven't done this in a long, long time, but I decided to grade the matches last night. Oh, because I have... Um, <laughs> One thing I will sort of say as well is uh, I've, I've been a massive NXT fan for a long time. If you listen to any, any of our previous episodes on BBG where we talk about takeovers, um, uh, I, I think I expressed that how much of an NXT fan I've been from day one quite a lot and I talk a lot about what my preferences. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the opportunity and I kind of fell out of watching um, the weekly show yes. since the last NXT. So I haven't seen wow. any of the build-up at all. So I went into this kind of completely fresh-faced. I watched a lot of the of the package build-ups for each one, so I mm-hmm. wasn't going into it not having a clue who anybody was or why they were doing it or anything like that. I, w- I went into it knowing about the current feuds and builds and things of that nature, um, but I haven't seen a, a live show in, in, a, in, a, in a couple of months now. So, yeah, it was it was quite fun going into this one and watching this this, uh, this event. Yeah, so I decided, to, I decided just for the crack just to sort of grade them and I graded that one a, a, a B plus. Yes, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I thought that was a fair grade, a nice B plus. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree with you that the the match the packages for each match were amazing, and you know, if it, you could go into this cold and know the feud. Yeah, that's what you can enjoy NXT takeovers by just turning it on, not seeing it ever before, and thoroughly enjoying it. That's what you need from wrestling pay per views. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, if you watched it for weeks and end, and you got to this one, then you'll have a different take from somebody who's gone and watched it completely cold. But I think everybody who watched it will come away with a positive outcome. I yeah. can't see why you wouldn't. Right, so we move on to Evil Io Shirai defeated Candice LeRae um, by knockout. Was it? Did you say knockout? Passed it out. was. It was like a sort of yeah, it was just, yeah, I suppose it was. It, yeah. was. it was it was like kind of a, it was well it was more of a sort of passed out, uh, didn't respond to the referee's call or whatever yeah. you want <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um what what are you thought on evil EO? I think she's arguably the uh, the MVP in the wrestling world after that performance last night. Yeah, I think this is my favourite match on the show. <laughs> I've I've um we I've I've kind of ranked it up there um as a sort of in terms of overall, I thought it was a great match. Um, so I, was, I, I was half expecting it to be a bit of a squash going into maybe like a five minute yeah, match, but it was. Pretty... I wasn't quite sure because I, I've, I've, you know, um, I've I've known a bit about both wrestlers, um, mm. and I know that we've been teased with one of them for a while as just being somebody's girlfriend rather than a performer. Oh yes, Johnny's wife. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, whereas. Shirai, I just, oh man, I just, I, w- I was really, really blown away by her performance last night. She looks cool as cucumber, man. She looks mint. Like she, she's the epitome of a cool heel. Um, if you want to go, if you want it in terms of aesthetically, um, and how she puts puts herself over. I, yeah, I, th- just, I, thought, I thought her mannerisms were amazing, top notch. She, she she nailed it. She nailed it. She's, For every move, she was she's, shouting something in Japanese at Candice. <laughs> Everything she did, her entire performance, the, the, the moves that we, we saw performed in that match, I didn't know what to expect, but I thought when I first started watching the first five minutes or so, I thought it was a bit kind of 
and it seemed a little bit rushed at first for me personally. Good, yeah. I thought it was a little bit like, um, right, we have to put on a good show, we have to put on a good match to show what we're made of. That kind of came through a bit to me as if they were trying trying a bit too hard. Is that kind of it? That's why I thought it was going to be a bit of a squash because it was so Fair quick enough. to begin with. I yeah, thought like, was, this was going to go about bit... seven or eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, it, it, it was, it, there was nothing wrong with it. It was just kind of, it was just a bit like, um, yeah, it didn't seem settled and it seemed a little bit right. This is going to go one way or the other. It, it, it had the potential of going a bit sloppy. It could have done, but it absolutely didn't and it went the other way. It kind of, Started off a bit fast, fast paced, and a bit kind of. I'm not quite sure how this is going to go. And then after the first, they, they settled down and became very comfortable after the first sort of five, six, six seven minutes or something like that. Yes. And that's when you started to see some really, really uh, good wrestling, a great performance by both of them. That suplex onto the table outside, man. And, oh, yes. oh God! Just, just, <laughs> just in general, it was just a, a a really, really good match. I mean. What was it? Was the, the Avalanche Spanish Fly as well? Was a was a great spot. And, yes, uh, definitely. The yeah. tap out. Well, it wasn't even a tap out, but the pass out at the end, the cozy clutch. Yeah, absolutely. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Just 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 overall a fantastic match. Um, we know that Candice is, um, well on paper, it's difficult to know from watching only NXT if you want to watch NXT. But we know <clears> if you if you if you're aware of who she is prior, um, and outside of the NXT boundaries, you know that she's a uh, Worth her salt, shall we say? She's a great performer. Um, I think the mixture of somebody like Candice, we spoke about people like Tessa Blanchard before being like untouchable as a women's athlete, as a wrestling athlete, yes, in general. Um, who happens to be a, a, a female wrestler? Um, I honestly think that that performance last night from Law was was on par with some of the best women's wrestling we've seen this past sort of three or four, four or five years. Yes, definitely. I think it was fantastic. I can't praise it enough, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I'd love it if, they, if they're going to go down the way of just throwing Japanese people together. If they had Kairi saying Oscar and uh, Shirai yeah. as heels in all black, just kicking people's ass, maybe put them like have Nakamura's, like like an opposite of Charlie's Angels. Have Nakamura as the Charlie, would be. Yeah, why not? Have, yeah, have, yeah, his, yeah, have his assassin. Yeah. Have his assassin. Generalization, <laughs> evil foreigner approach. <laughs> if we're going to go the... down like nineteen ninety-five Hakushin clan route, then yeah, yeah I think it'll be that. amazing. <laughs> just have, I'd love it. You know, just have, <laughs> I, think, I think they did it in. I know in Io Shirai and Kari Sane were in. I'm sure it was Lucha Underground, and they just had, they were just there was just four Japanese women dressed in black. Just beating everybody up. The idea of Shirai and and Asuka, yeah, or Asuka, whatever, however people want to pronounce her name, um, I think that they would be absolutely ace as a tag team. Mm. I love the idea of them just being just, just that they just they just got a certain I don't know. They'd just be awesome. It'd be difficult to hate them. You'd love them, but yeah. they'd be cool. They'd, they'd just be too. They'd be too cool. You know what I mean? I'd have them say no, they, no. they they don't speak English at all. They just all speak Japanese, and it's all subtitles. So Americans would actually hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be hilarious. But I don't know if that would work outside of NXT on Raw SmackDown. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. It would be relegated to comedy potentially quite quickly. Um, I love the idea of it though. Unless they went down, you know, like if they formed a group like that, and you know, when the original um, 
guys from NXT led by Daniel Bryan came in and invaded oh, and choked everybody out. Yeah. If they did something like the female, female where it was just like si- silent assassins who came in and didn't, they weren't backstage walking about this, that, and the other. They just interrupted things and kicked people's heads in and just sort of made an name for themselves and then just jumped over the barrier and then, you know, left the building. And you don't see them for a couple of weeks and they do the same again randomly against whoever they want. I think that'd be cool. That'd be really good. <laughs> yeah, I love that- it. And then, then they come in as a tag team at some point. But I just think you'd have to, uh, with Asuka, you'd have to sort of take her off the scene for a while to be able to do something like that to work. A bit on television um, this week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, uh, well but, but in terms of the match, I thought this was um, a really, really, really good match. I don't think you're going to see a better women's wrestling match this year. No, definitely not. And I'm not one for categorising women, men, but... That's how they advertise it, so that's how I'm going to word it based on how they advertise it to us at the moment. And that, for me, was probably the best women's wrestling match this year, personally. So, so have you already said you're great to this match? Or not? I, gi- I give it an A. An A? Brilliant. Yeah, I give it an A. Um, I was going to, I was sort of toying with A, A minus, so I thought, why would I give it a minus? It was, it was a really, really good match. Um, the only thing it didn't have is because it's such a fresh feud, it didn't have longevity building up to this as a payoff. So what I'm, so do you know what I mean? So you don't have as much of an emotional investment as you do against uh, the, the 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 main event, for example. But uh, as as a kind of a new feud um, with only a couple of months, realistically, sort of build towards it in terms of friendship, 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 mm-hmm. the turn, and then the the takeover shortly afterwards. Um, I thought uh, you can just see it's going to uh, hopefully it will carry on and go for a bit of a longer run with them. With yeah, the it, it, it could be the, cha- the Champa Gargano feud of the women's division. Like, keep it like, yeah. year, 18 months. No, don't you, and, and why, you, you might as well do that because you might as well because um, this wasn't you could tell it wasn't a payoff. You know what I mean? You could no. tell it wasn't the ending of a feud or anything like that which is fine. It's just that you kind of tend to expect that things like takeovers. <laughs> but um <laughs> But no, all in all, definitely a sort of solid A for this because I just thought it was. Uh, well, it was the yeah, it was the it was the match of the night for me. Uh, next up, uh, Matt Riddle called out Killian Dane for a fight. They beat each other down. <laughs> Weird, um, odd, but uh, just because it kind of came out of nowhere, and I, and I don't know what to make of it all. To be honest, no, but it was fun. It... I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I enjoyed the kind of. I enjoyed two people having a scrap <laughs> um, rather than just a call out and people being pulled apart. It was it was a nice sort of battering and ended up through off the stage and through tables or yeah, whatever it was. She randomly um, grabbed one of the indie workers and he went out with <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, so surely you can't have uh, this go on for, till the next takeover. So do you just think this will just be fizzle out on telly on a TV tapings? Probably, um, it's difficult to know really. I don't, I still don't understand what where they both stand in the bigger picture of things. Mm. Um, for me personally, I want to see Dane uh, do him in, and then I want to see him as a formidable force. I think we need a big lug, lugite to, to in NXT at the moment. Yes, um, it just slaps people around in squash matches. Um, I want to see more of Dane doing that kind of thing for a while rather than going into something like this and then not potentially coming out as Victor. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's tricky, tricky to know. It was, it was alright for what it was. Um, quite a big, massive spot 
to have as a throwaway spot uh, yeah. halfway through a pay-per-view, though. Yeah, it's definitely... It was quite a big... It was a big, impactful, you know, visual thing to have in between matches that didn't was accumulate to anything, you know? Um, it would have made sense if they did monthly pay-per-views, because that would be on the next pay-per-view, but because they only do four or five years... Right, before we get back into the review, I just wanted to say that we now have a partnership with Wrestling Resurgence, a great promotion based out of Leicester. We interviewed the producer, Sam West, earlier this year. Great guy. Um, they have a, a show coming up on the 31st of August, which has a great double main event between champion Gene Money against Chris Brooks and a Iron Woman match between Kanji and Charlie Evans. We will be interviewing Kanji the next week to promote the event and if you want 15% off Wrestling Resurgence merchandise and tickets for their upcoming events use the promo code BROKEN15 in the link in the description to the store Have you seen Kanji wrestle before mate? Have you yes. seen her live? Not live She's I, cracking. Saw, I saw her on um, Defiance watched the yeah, whole run yeah. of Defiance I've seen her a couple of times at Defiant now um, and yeah really, really fun really fun wrestler Looking forward to seeing more of her in the future. Yeah, that's very good. I'm really good. So they just the closed because I was, I, was, I wanted her to get the title back because she had to give it up because of injury. Uh, but, I think I think we need to have a chat about that at some point. Maybe have it have it as its own um, its own episode, shall we say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be fun. We'll have a chat about the in a future day. There were a lot of lot of memories and a lot of um, fun fun well knowledge whatever I mean I went to quite a lot of the live shows and stuff like that and I'm sure we can get a couple of the, a couple of the guys to come on the show as well for a chat who've been yeah. doing defiant I know there's a couple of guys um, who are going to be linking up with us soon for some chats who uh, have been um, pretty well respected people in defiant so we'll get them to come on have a chat with us as well so yeah stay tuned for a bit of a defiant chat hopefully yeah What's up, y'all? This is the one and only Chocolate Thunder Willie Mac, and you're listening to Broke but Glorious. Hey, yeah. Alright, so next, um, Velveteen Dream retained against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Yeah, that was great stuff. They had great pacing. They worked the triple threat formula really well. Everyone got the chance to shine. Yeah, I was in two minds about whether this was my match of the night. Yeah. Um, uh, I couldn't work out. I went with Shirai in the end, uh, based on her performance. But I think this was um, not far behind. I've given them both the same rating, but I think if I'm going to be on Shirai, probably that that match purely because of the turn and and almost like seeing a new character. That's how it felt with the Shirai match. Yes, definitely. Uh, and one that I instantaneously thought, "Get in! I like that a lot." <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's why I think it just edges it. Um, I'm a massive dream mark. Um, Huge dream fan, big fan of Pete Dunne, big, big fan of, fan of uh, Strong. So it was a, it was always going to be a good match. I thought. Um, well, first, of all, what did you think of the outcome? Oh, I, as I said, I want, I wanted to undisputed era to have all the results. Yeah, but I was convinced. I don't, I didn't like Pete being um, him, but it did take. This is what they, I found take, interesting. Yeah. Did take both their finishes to pin him, I guess. So it did look. Yeah, yeah. Defeat. So that was fair. That that was fine. Um, I felt out of the three of them, Pete seemed kind of the bit of cannon fodder in this match. Um, I'm glad he was involved. I'm glad he was in the match. I really liked Pete a lot. I just felt that he, he, he seemed, to me personally, like the fall guy through this match. Because I felt that 
Roderick was a bit of like, he, he was kind of like the um, the soldier in the Smash, a bit of a workhorse. He was the one kind of pushing it more than anybody else, I thought. Yeah. He was the one kind, he was a bit of the gel and he was the one sort of, he, he was like leading the dance a bit. I think that's that's the way I want to look. He was leading the dance a little bit. He seemed to be anyway, from my point of view. Um, Dream, as per usual, he works within his within his repertoire, within his boundaries, and he keeps getting better and better. Uh, I think you know what you're getting from him, and he's just such a solid worker and character these days. He has been for a long time, let's be honest with you. His development, we've talked about before, I've just been, I've always been over the moon with how, how he's progressed as a wrestler and an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, the spots in the match, some classics, his his elbow for top rope, the coast to coast almost, oh, if yeah. you like. Cracking. If, you know, if you're going to be finickety, it wasn't the best of connections, if, you, if I'm going to be a bit of a tit about it, <laughs> um, in terms of its impact, but Visually, but I don't care all that kind of stuff. I just feel like I need to say, for me, it was mint. It was, it was, it was great to see things like that. I just think that I was, I thought that Strong might have been the one to be pinned, either by Dunn or Dream. I don't know why. I just thought I couldn't work out. I thought Dream was probably going to retain, and that was just a gut feeling. Um, But I thought with Dunn's inclusion into this. I thought, oh, he could be walking away with it here. Um, purely because of his involvement. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's because he was there. So, yeah, and that, that's, again, from somebody who didn't watch much of the build-up to tunes apart from the obvious bits uh, up to this match. So, yeah, no, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match thoroughly. I thought it was a fantastic match. It was one of those matches for me. I could just turn it on and watch it, and it was, it was solid from start to finish. It was really fun, really good. Uh, can't grumble it at all. Probably my joint second match of the night. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought the close and stretch was excellent. There's loads of near floors, teasers of a title change. Yeah. Great. Yeah, all three brilliant. Um, I was going. Yeah, what happens with I'll, what happens with Dunn now? Then what do we do with Dunn? I said, oh yeah, that's my thing. I was. Um, I don't know. It's tricky. It's so, tricky because I think that getting pinned in the way that he did, he was after two finishes, fair enough. Do you now I, I would, do I, you keep this three-way thing going on? Do you have Dunn and Dream hashing it out? Uh, strong? I, what I'd like, I'd, like, I I'd like to, them to bring the strong style up and have put Dunn and um, Tyler Bates as a team for a bit, just to establish them. To the American yeah. audience, and uh, perhaps yeah, Trent I'd, Seven is the man. That would be a fun, a fun era sort of feud, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I'll do. And then what you do with the Dream as champion? I was convinced he was going to lose it, and then him move into the world title scene and just have him and Cole. So I think that'd be a great feud. So, just get just to get yeah. Johnny away from the title for a bit. That's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because. I'm happy with who's won. I just can't work out what happens next with a couple of them. Yeah. Then next we had and a... Then there's another... oh, okay. oh, carry on. No, no, go for it. Uh, I was going to say, next we had Shayna Baszler versus me again. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> because we, we said before, um, it was a great match, but it was... I think it was like the third 
take over in a row. It's the worst. They shared the women's title match was the worst match on the show, even though it was really good. <laughs> but I just think they've lost focus with with Shayna. Yeah, um, there was something lacking think, in this match, especially after seeing the Io Shirai Candice match. There was something missing, and I couldn't, I can't put my finger on it. For me, there was no heat um, from the crowd as well. For no, they knackered after no, the f- I, three matches before this. So. Right, um, as we've said before a few times now, that Shayna is one of my out and out favorites. Yes, um, when we chatted about Shayna, um, I like what she's about. I like. Somebody with that kind of attitude that she's got, like that ruthlessness um, in the women's division, because you don't often get to see that kind of character in the women's division unless they're a sort of six foot two monster kind of character. You know what I mean? Yes. You don't get to see somebody with that often with her kind of with her ability and her kind of style, size, um, the way she portrays herself. You don't get to see somebody of that that stature being a monster very often. So when you do and it works, it's absolutely fire. And she she has been that for a long time. But you're completely right. The last few the last few uh, outings haven't haven't been awesome. They've been solid. They've been they've generally been like you know decent to good. Um, you know, but maybe a C. <laughs> grade, C plus grade kind of thing. Yeah. Nothing terrible, nothing bad. It was quite slow, this match. It was quite, um, it wasn't as, as fast as it could have been. And I don't mean Speedy Gonzalez as fast. I just mean it just felt a bit ploddy at times. Um, the fact that, I mean, I've, I don't really understand what the point of having these her mates being involved are now. I don't get it. I don't really understand why they need to be there. Um, if her opponent's going to take those guys out and then still lose, yeah. Like, like, um, and that was that was my thoughts going into it. And I read a couple of reviews afterwards, and it seems to be a general consensus. Yeah, I don't think Drew um, and Sophia have advanced as quickly as I think WWE thought they might have. So. I don't think they've they had anything at all, to be honest. No. I think um, <clears throat> I think it could have been, but I think that was all lost when the four real four horsemen or whatever you want to call it, kind of that lost traction donkeys ago. The whole concept of that what that was going to be. So now you've just got two of them backing up Shayna, when in actual fact they add absolutely nothing. And no. I don't mean any disrespect by that. They just don't. They, they, they add nothing for me. Um, she is a an out and out villain. And she seems a bit cowardly when she relies on her mates. And she is the one character in the division that doesn't need that kind of persona because she doesn't. She can rely on how brutally tough she is. Yeah, Why does she need her mates to run in and do bits and bobs? And then it, it accumulates nothing anyway when they do. Like It doesn't make sense. Really. It's a bit yeah. messy and a bit where'd kind you, of... Where do you see Basil going next? Um, who or who do you see facing it? I think it's time for her to drop the title at the next could you see, one. Could you see a triple threat between Eo, Candice, and Baszler? There needs to be. I think there needs to be because I think what they need to probably do is. I can see what's. Uh, I don't want this to happen, but I can see it happening. I want it to be Basler. Then Shirai 
as the kind of and that's something against Candice. I just think that um, those two going at it would be would be immense. Personally, I think in fact, well, I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult because then you then you put the onus on do you have two heels and then one of them's automatically going to be the face in the match, yeah. which will probably be Shirai, and then you just turn it from a face to a heel, and then within a couple of months she's the kind of face that's too cool for school. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, she's like. I'd have it so Candice wins the title in a triple threat, then you can move Baszler up to the main roster if you need to. I think either that or or you bring... Oh, I don't know. It's tricky. I think... Because I can't think of anyone in it. The three profits they're messing about in Raw and they've Mm -hmm. got the titles. So maybe you just promote her anyway because if they're going to do that with one, why not with others? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's any point in her dropping it. I don't think there's any mag- magnitude for dropping it at the moment because I don't think you need to split up the start of. Or you need. I don't think the the whole um, Candice um, and Shirai feud needs anything added to it at the moment. I think it's absolutely fine as it is because it's right at the beginning of the feud. Let them scrap it out. Let them do what they're doing for the next few months. Um, maybe we we let that go until Rumble time. Yeah. Um, and that's when we have the dropping of the belt and maybe Basler um, comes up during the Rumble. Yeah, that'd be good if she appears in the Rumble. Maybe, maybe do that. Maybe maybe have her as part of a something, I don't know. Something something happens where, where at least it gives us an extra few months of seeing what happens between Shirai and, and um, Candice. Um, and just to sort of, just to sort of play it out a bit longer because mm-hmm. I don't I don't think at this stage, especially for the next one, for example, when's the next NXT takeover? Is it November or something? November is War Games, isn't it? So. Yeah, I, I think that's maybe too soon just to sort of like to add more to that brand new rivalry. Mm-hmm. I think Adam Baszler in there is just it's adding for the sake of it, and I think I want to see a bit more of what them two are about first. Smacking each other about, as you said, like the Gargano uh, Champa um, feud. Um, so yeah, I'd have, I'd keep Basler as as as, um, as champion until Rumble period. We'll have her drop the belt then, and have her go up yeah. then. Whether she drops the belt to either of those, or maybe there's a new up and comer, or maybe some, somebody starts moving from SmackDown or or Raw uh, over to NXT as a female competitor, then. She can maybe drop the belt to somebody in in that magnitude and then push her there, but I don't know, man. I don't know because I still really want to see Shayna and um, and Rousey um, something happening there in the main event, and I think for me that that needs to happen before before it's too late to happen. Yes, like stinging under like stinging Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> this is the leader of the rejected demon eye. You are listening to Broken But Glorious. Alright, so then we'll go into the main events where Adam Cole defeated John Gargano 2-1. And for the main events, we've got a very special guest, my son Joel. How are you doing this afternoon, Joel? Good. Good. Good, straight out of the Good. Good. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to give us your thoughts on the first two falls this match, Joel? Uh, good. Uh, the first one was just good and it's good because it led into the second second match, so enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought I thought that the first match went on a bit long. I yeah. 
I thought when I was going into it, I thought from from what I've seen of it, um, it was uh, it was a standard back and forth. It was not it was it was decent, you know. There was nothing that stood out about, it, but I think that's probably it was setting its own scene, wasn't it? It, was, it didn't want to sort of peak too soon, probably. Yeah. Um, and then that chair shot to get the DQ in that first round, leading into that brutal attack. Was uh, was pretty good. I thought. I thought that was a clever way of doing it. The shrug of the shoulders by uh, by Johnny to say, "Oh well, might as well carry on with, <laughs> with the chair attack uh, and brutalise them." And then uh, then he went then called out of the ring, and then he threw the chair in his face. So it was a nice little sort of ending to the beat. But um, what did you think of the DQ for the first fall, Joe? Uh, I liked it because it like it led in, it led into street fights and. Then. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an absolutely tremendous war between the two. Um, it was a great blow off to the feud. Um, they went on a bit, as I said, I think they went on a bit long, but they kept the crowd invested throughout the whole the two shows, the uh, first two falls. Um, so, were you, so you thought it was just going to be a straight cage match for the first, the third fall? Were you happy that it turned out to be an asylum, uh, Ambrose Asylum type match? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Um, I, I saw the cage. There was somebody took a photo and spotted the cage. Ah, I, um, I thought it might have been a ladder match with that third floor. I was really in my head. Right. Now, somebody took a photo of the arena when it was empty and uh, uploaded it and said, that looks suspicious and like it could potentially be a cage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think people started alluding, okay, well, there's the third fall um, stipulation. And they were correct. But. Yeah. Um, Joel, Joel's, yeah. Joel's obsessed with this bag up there. What's in that bag? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought we'd put Lego. <laughs> when, when he set the two tables up, he's like, oh, I'm going to put the Lego on the table and then fall through it. Or Funtax. Funtax. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great, a great back and forth match. I mean, it was a, a good a good match to um, call an end to the feud. Yes. Um, Gargano gave the, very much the impression the whole thank you everybody in the crowd kind of I'm off now uh, spiel that's how it looked anyway whether he is or not who knows because at the moment you've got wrestlers wrestling all over the place whether it's on Raw Smackdown NXT they're all just going through this weird transition thing like we were talking about Chris where yes, um, jumping about the place so that's what I was meaning earlier on when I said if you're going to have wrestlers who are going to sort of appear on both on different brands such as Street Profits, who are just dotting about backstage on one show and then champions on NXT the next, then is there a need for people to say, see you later? <laughs> unless, unless he's truly off and he's not going to be wrestling anymore on NXT, which is highly unlikely because he'll probably be back wrestling in a couple of months' time, the way things are going. Yeah, I, I, thought, know. Yeah, I thought this was an excellent match. Again, I preferred the first two matches to the... Mentalness, which was the Amber, it's not, you can't call it the Ambrose side of the weapons. Super Gargano and Cole Steel match. <laughs> steel match. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> super crazy steel cage. Yeah. Were you surprised that um, Regal didn't come out with more a more like submissions match or a, something more like, like a British pure fighting? Was, one? I think. I think the problem is, for me personally, I think it's difficult to put something like a submission match after um, street a, a, a street fight. So you'd have to... I think the street fight should have probably been the thing to, to, to be on last. Um, 
it just feels like that's the thing that's where somebody's going to get knocked out, isn't it? You know, so maybe have a submission match as your second match, um, or something similar, and yeah. then have it's a bit tricky to have a submission match after a street fight for me. It just doesn't seem like the intensity kind of is, comes back down a bit if that's the case. So I think you have to always go bigger. Uh, they're never going to step down. You're always going to go bigger. So if you're going to be kicking each other's heads in around the arena, then a cage match kind of seems logical. Yes, definitely. Um, unless it's a kind of, you know, unless it's a, an extra, a, a very specific kind of weapons match after that. So was it, was it, I can't remember now, was it, was it no whole bars or was it false count? Anyway, that second. Um, was uh, it was just a street fight, wasn't it? Street it was fight, so I had to finish fight. it in the ring. Yeah, street yeah. fighter had to finish in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, in that way, in which case they could have just kept it as a street fight, but false count anywhere. I suppose that would have been the next uh, yeah. opening opening of it. But I don't know. I, I mean, was there anything about the cage match that you didn't like as such? Mm. Uh, I'm just not. I don't know. <laughs> I, d- uh, I, d- I just like I don't. If they're gonna have a cage match, I think they should have a traditional having to escape the match. I don't, think, I don't yeah. like the idea of them having barbed wire around the top so then you can escape. Yeah, I just got I just got over gimmicky with all the weapons and. Yeah, I've never been a fan of cage matches where people can try and escape you. I've always been a big believer in um, not being able to escape through the door anyway. I don't like the door. I, th- I think. If you, they're both battered already, and it's a good as we mentioned on the SummerSlam show last last week, the Owen Brett match. If you just batter each other, I like it as a tease, but I always want somebody to climb over the top of the ring. That's why I say I want yeah. yeah. Sure. Don't, don't have a pin or submission. Just have them having to batter each other so they have to escape the cage. Yeah, it just it makes it a better a better feud ender if they just have to batter each other. There's no technical True. technical. Having to pay or submit each other. Um, so, where Joel, do you feel Gargano should move away from the title scene now? Or? Uh, I don't know, because, like, maybe when, like, Champ comes back, maybe, like, it's in my head, like, a triple threat, maybe, could be good. It's like, Champ comes back, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I-, I think he should stay for a bit and then go up, like, move, maybe, to, like, uh, North American then just for a bit and then go back to the NXT Championship. Yeah, I, th- I feel Maybe. that him moving away from the title scene will do, do him some good, I think. Move, move some guys like Riddle into the... I was going to say strong, but they can't move strong, but... Maybe if strong. strong wins the North American then move the Dream into the... I think it'll work very well. I think we'll possibly see Guy Garner moving away from NXT altogether for a while and then then Champa comes back and he takes over his position against Cole. So then it's like um, Cole and Cole and Champa and Champa's trying to sort of he's following on from where his mate couldn't get the job done, so to speak. Yes, definitely. Um, and then from there, they they both meet back up on Raw as a tag team and take the world by storm. Yeah. On heat. Yeah. <laughs> on heat. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I think um, overall, from 
you know, I, I couldn't really give my, my honest honest opinion on this match because I had buffering issues, as I mentioned, and even kind of watching it today, I've had some issues. So I've, sort of, sort of, I've seen two-thirds of it, read a few different reviews and things like that. So I, I don't think it's fair for me to give an, an honest final evaluation or opinion on it. So I'll, I'll pass it over to you guys to sort of say where you think it stands within the card in general, whether there are any matches better than this. For me, so far, if that, if that match isn't... From what I saw of that match, it was very good. Um... But there was maybe part of it that I didn't see because of the issues, the technical issues that I had. So for me, the match of the night still belongs to Lorsherai and Candice. Um, with a very close uh, Dream Done and Song uh, match following it. Yes. Colin Gargano, I can't fit in because, again, the, the issues that I had watching it. It was, it was, it was my match. third favorite. It was long. It was 51 minutes long. Right, okay. Yeah. I think I managed to watch about half an hour of it. I think that's yeah. what I got. 30, 35 minutes out of it, I managed to get. So, um, yeah, for me, if I take that one out, I would say Shirai Candice was the match of the night, followed by Dream Done and Strong, yeah. followed by Street Profits and Vision O'Reilly, which I still thought was a really, really good tag team match, and I've given that one a B plus, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, I haven't put Basler at the bottom of the card again because yes, um, it just—it was a decent, it was a, it was a good solid mm-hmm. match, but it just didn't have the emotion that some of the other matches had, and it was a little bit slow and a bit ploddy. Yeah, it's, it's, I think yeah. fair, fair take of another row. I think we put Basler as the worst match. It's just not great. It's, so where would you like to see the other titles go, Charles? Would you like uh, would you uh, like to see in the against Dream next the tag teams, the women? I think Ever should carry on going after like the air tag team, then like strong carries for the North and then like once they all the once the will have like all the belts. Yes, I, I said I said earlier in the show they should do all the belts in war games. Mm. The winners get all the belts. Yeah, and uh long Bella for the uh, woman, I think, because she, she was pretty close to being Shayna last time. Yes, we got to do it. Yeah, they've got a couple of months to build the uh, yeah. uh, back up to a, a level where she can realistically go against Shayna. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with some of that, mate. I agree with that completely. Mm. I think I think because there isn't that many uh, female wrestlers at the moment. Yeah. Um, at the same level as the four that we saw last night in NXT, there are that many others. There are many dotting around NXT who are at that point yet where they can realistically challenge. I think because I want to see Shirai and Candice carry on going the way that they're going and see where that ends up, then you've got to have Maya and Vazler to carry on. Just, just naturally, mm-hmm. you've got to have to carry on for a while yet. And Honestly, well, um, I think get Tony Storm. If Tony Storm loses the belt to um, Kaylee, Kaylee Ray, who's she against? Oh, what's the Scottish girl called? I can't remember her name. I forgot as well. Is it Kayleigh Ray? Kayleigh Ray? It is Kayleigh Ray, sorry. I was thinking of the one in AEW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She loses the, 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 that title to Kayleigh Ray and then maybe move Tony Storm over to NXT. Yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, that, that's cool. I think they need to have uh, a. I think you need to add one or two more, one or two more female athletes now to. Who were at that level yeah. to NXT now? I think it, it needs to it needs to bulk out a bit um, and see see what works. I think that'll be the way to go for the time being. I I think with Street Profits and Vision O'Reilly, I think what we do is something similar to what you said before, Chris, and you bring a British Strong Style up. Yes. And what I think what I would like to see happen is 
three way between between those guys, Prophets and Fish and O'Reilly, uh, with British Strong Style winning, then Prophets can go their way to the main roster as they've been hinting at for a while. If this is if, if that's how we're doing things, if we're going to have a, a proper differentiation between NXT and the main roster again, as we used to. Um, then I would see Profit score there and do their thing in the main roster, um, and I would see British Strong Style with the belts against Fish and O'Reilly, uh, and have that chase going on. Yes, definitely. Um, and then you've got that's when I would probably move Dunn up to the Cole level and have Cole, sorry, have Dunn challenging Cole for the for the for the heavyweight title uh, for the main for the main belt. Um, probably, I'd, I'd probably do that. Or would I? Or would I have done carrying on strong? Mm. Yeah, I'd have done and strong going at it. Yes, okay, that'd be good. Yeah, I think, I have, yeah, I think that's, strong, that's a few they can't be kind of never finished off last year. But yeah, mm. I just don't know 100% what I'm going to do with Dream yet. That's my only concern. I don't know. So if I've got done and strong going at it, uh, Street Profits have gone. You've got Fish and O'Reilly against uh, British Strong Style, and then you've got Gargano's off, and Champa comes back, and you've got Champa and Cole going at it. Then what do you do with Dream? Um, Matt Riddle. Who's the who's holding a belt? Probably Keith Lee. Probably Riddle, isn't it? Oh, Kushida. Kushida versus Dream would be great. Oh, that'd be a good match. Kushida. Kushida. Yeah, no, that's a good call. So it's a case of pulling those guys back in, hopefully. Having them involved at the November NXT takeover, then. Kashida's um, been on the roster for a couple of months now. He's, he's, they he's, haven't done much. Yeah, they haven't done much. I don't know if he's having an ex- exhibition. Up, so. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, Surprised he hasn't Dane been on the takeover. But I don't know how much you would have got out of Dream versus Dane. I don't know if that would be. Uh, I think you maybe need somebody else in there with that match at the moment still. It's a horrible thing to say. I think, I think I in, the, in the minds of everybody, you need, they still need to build Dane up. Because so, he's just... Oh, everybody just sees him as the guy from Sanity at the moment. And, and, and for all I love Dream, is he still... Is he not... Is he somebody you can trust to, to lead a dance? And I don't know if he is. You, every, every match I've seen with Dream against... In, in previous NXT takeovers, when Dreams wrestled other people, he's always wrestled. He's always been more of an underdog character, yeah. Who's proven that he's really, really solid and he's, de- he's developing really well. He's, he's constantly been doing that over the last year. But can you trust Dream to be the one who's not the underdog? If you see what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Uh, if, if we're looking at if we're looking at Killian Dane as the underdog, not the underdog's the wrong word, but maybe the the least polished in the ring. Um, you need somebody to carry him. You know, is, is if 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 Killian Dane's your Vader, is Dream really a HBK? You know what I'm getting at? Is, yeah. is he really the one who can carry it? Can he carry it? Can he lead it? Um, and I don't know. And maybe we'll only find out if we give him an opportunity. Because so far, he's always been the guy who's you know proven proven everybody wrong. You know, okay. he's always been the underdog. I know, it's an interesting one, interesting one. But overall, crack and pip view this one. Uh, shame about the Basler match. Um, it was still a decent match. Um, it just wasn't up to the levels of everything else on the card. Alright, cool. So, um, what can people expect from Grapple Arcade in the next few weeks? 
Uh, we are running a live pay-per-view SummerSlam party tonight at the Aspers Casino in Newcastle, and we've got, let me think, I think there's about another six or seven pay-per-view parties that we've got happening around the country as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, there's a few of them happening. We've got the AEW one at the end of the month as well at the casino that we're holding. Um, so that should be fun. I think, I think the SummerSlam one tonight, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's not going to be rampant, so anybody who's coming, yeah, there'll be plenty of seats. It'll be a nice, cosy event. It's still gonna have a really great atmosphere, but obviously, it's not going to be the levels of um, the WrestleMania event where we have to have people standing on each other's heads just to see what's going on. Because it's it's like 150 people squashed into 120 capacity venues. Wow. So it's quite uh, it's quite an interesting one. But um, yeah, the SummerSlam one tonight. So that should be good fun. A few gaming events we'll do as well. We might do a tournament or two, depending on what the numbers are like. Um, and obviously, you know, we're um, joining forces with BBG very soon with our Turn Chuckle podcast. We've been hinting at this for the last couple of things that we're kind of joining forces. So there'll be a lot more to be announced officially once we um, do some bits behind the scenes and things like that with uh, uploads and whatnot. And then we'll make a big announcement and probably tie a competition in with it or something along oh, wow. those lines. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Right, we'll so, do something. Yeah. Yeah, we also have partnership with powerslam.tv where you can get a month's free access to promotions including our fa- podcast favourites, Ripside, North Wrestling, Progress, Combat Zone Wrestling, Rev Pro, Preston City Wrestling. All you have to do is use the promo code Broken Free and get a month's free access. We have plenty of interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. We've got Kanji, got RJ from Inside Rant, we've got Connor Coyle from Paradox coming back on. Um, so we've got um, yeah, so if you enjoyed the show, also follow us on Twitter at BBGWPod. And good night. Take it easy. Bye.